Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. You guys, I'm so excited. Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show from Panama, live from Panama. We did it. We got here. And listen, if you are watching live, I tried so hard to give you an epic view. Um, if you're listening to this in the future, that means nothing to you. Basically, the view on the video is like of a brown wardrobe thingy and uh, on whatever side it is. Oh, I wanted to give you an epic view, but we are staying in a beautiful Airbnb in um, historic Casco Viejo, Panama, and it is so loud outside. The buildings down here are so close together and people are building and shouting at each other and it's awesome. But for more just up to the minute updates on where I'm staying and what it looks like and what it's like, just follow me on Instagram because I'm going to put as much of it in the stories as I can. But for, with all of that, I called today's episode Tips and Tricks for Making Big Life Choices because holy shit, has this choice to move here been full on? Um, and I was honestly trying to keep the list of tips and tricks to like three or five or seven, but I have 13. So <laughs> some of them might be a little bit of repeats of each other, but I think this is worth talking about because we are, you know, very clearly at a time in history where, you know, maybe more than ever before, where looking at the future is really important. Um, I had this epiphany while I was watching a, one, a movie, I don't know, in the last three months or something where I think it was around the 2008 housing crisis, this movie. And, you know, the movie's storyline was about these guys that had created this hustle to basically take advantage of all the people that hadn't looked at the future in terms of their mortgage and the, the housing market and who got crushed by what ended up happening to the market in 2008. And it was really poignant to me, kind of both sides of it. There were the people who took advantage and there were the people who were caught off guard. And so the one of the things I've always loved about the tools of access consciousness is that Gary Douglas and Dane are always inviting us to look at what our choices create now and in the future. And I, it's one of those conversations or at least it was for me, that was really unfamiliar and not something that I'd had a lot of in my world, you know? So the one of the very first tools that we are given uh, to start distinguishing what's going to create more and what's going to create less is the tool called light and heavy, which is that if something lands really light in your world, that's true for you. And if something lands heavy, it's not true for you. Now, what we don't really talk about as much with that tool because we like to keep it simple is that that also gives you a sense of the future your choice is going to create. But anyway, so the next tool we're given is to ask for every single choice that we make, what's, you know, what will my life be like in five years if I choose this? Um, because, you know, I was put through the school in terms, I was put through the school of judging and deciding, not the school of getting a sense of what my choice is going to create, you know. So I had to re-educate myself on choosing and not even, maybe how to do it. Hmm. Not, I didn't have to educate myself on how to choose because I definitely knew how to choose. You just, you know, you stand up, you grab a coffee, you move countries like that for me has never been a big deal. 
But I did have to educate myself on looking at the future my choices were going to create. And I only preface this whole conversation with all of that because what I'm about to get into are these tips and tricks for handling yourself and everything. When you do make a choice that you do get is going to create a greater future and it's still fucking intense. <laughs> okay. So uh, if you don't know the backstory too much, uh, my partner Andres and I about three or four months ago started really looking at what our choices were in terms of where we live. Um, I have a really vibrant, growing certified facilitator business. He also has a business. Uh, we are both equally open to things looking different, including his daughter in a different way, you know, living in different places, learning new languages if that's required. So we started putting all our choices on the table and really looking at you know, what choice was going to create more for us individually and us together. So as we were sort of bouncing around ideas, Panama came into the mix and it wasn't something I'd ever considered. But when I asked the question, if I choose to move to Panama, what will my life be like in five years? The energy went, whew. and that's how you know you've landed on a choice that's going to create everything as greater in a way that you can't predict, control or otherwise articulate. So we chose it. Now, one of the, so everything I'm about to tell you from here on is all the things you need to just gift yourself after you've chosen something like that. And there's about 80 billion steps to actualizing that choice because there's the choice you make and then there's the actualization and the institution of that choice. And we had, you know, we had to liquidate our entire life in Canada, including all our house. We had to reorganize and reorchestrate our relationship and how that's going to look with his daughter. We had to deal with ourselves and everything that was coming up between us. And we also had to deal with ourselves and everything that was coming up individually. So I want to pull through, pull my notes into this because I, I literally, this was like this gigantic download that I wanted to give you guys. And if you have any questions or, you know, something's coming up for you in regards to stuff that you're looking at or, or you're choosing, you know, let me know and I'll include that in the conversation. So tip number one, after you've chosen a big life choice, like a big, big life choice, tip number one that I wrote down is to give yourself more space than you think you need. Now, listen, this conversation could even be applied to starting a business or starting a new relationship or starting anything that is actually affecting way more futures than you can articulate or even get a sense of cognitively. And that's a, that was the thing we kind of had to return to through this whole process. And we still are returning to as we're moving forward because the process is not nearly finished, not that it ever does finish, but we're still in a lot of the institutional steps. We had to remind ourselves over and over that this was creating and affecting and changing futures on a moment by moment basis. And the reason that's so important to acknowledge is that when you don't acknowledge it, you feel more fucked up than you ever have before. So it's very similar to like not acknowledging that you have a capacity with entities. When you don't acknowledge it, you just feel shitty. So you want to give yourself more space than you think you need. Uh, so many things will come up to handle that you just weren't expecting. And that overwhelm you may be feeling, it's awareness of all the things. So there were multiple times, especially, you know, getting our house and all of our stuff handled, which was like a way bigger project than either one of us knew, where 
you know, one or the other of us was in some sort of intense pressure cooker inside or some sort of overwhelm. Um, getting that that sensation is awareness of all the things is really a huge contribution because, you know, what 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 you can choose next is step number is tip number two. And that is like, don't be afraid then to start an OCD system of organizing yourself. Now, when we were first instituting this choice, right, we made the choice, we knew it was going to create a greater future. And now what was left was to institute the choice. Um, one of the first things that started to really get to me was liquidating our household. Now, this will be this will apply to you in the way that it applies to you. But so what I knew about myself is that if I didn't go through at least the two most intense rooms of things and get a handle in a very detailed way of every single thing in that room, um, I was going to stay in a foggy, overwhelmed state. So I used a, a, an app called ClickUp and I created every room had its own list of stuff. And I'm talking like every single thing in that room got a line item. So even if it was like a little charging block, it got its own item on the list, you know, because what I had to look at was what was coming, what, what was coming with me in the suitcase, at least based on what I thought, you know, what was going to be shipped, what we were going to give away, what we wanted to sell. So there was a lot of different facets to the project. And if you don't get clear in whatever way works for you, because that's definitely not what Andres did, <laughs> you will keep yourself in a foggy state of overwhelm as you're instituting this bigger choice. Okay, so what did I write here? Oh, so don't be afraid to start an OCD system of organizing yourself. And then simultaneous to that, this is very funny actually, don't be afraid to abandon said OCD system for simpler choices. <laughs> so. What was required first was to get super OCD about all the different things to handle. And then this very, like in the next few days, what was required was to let go of that system. And you know what I've discovered about myself is that when, when I get a download, which is what occurs when you make a big choice, you get these downloads of awareness. What I typically lean towards or kind of automatically choose are different ways of coping with that download. So what I know about myself is if I will allow that download to like form itself into a list so that it's out of my brain and I will look at the list and start to handle kind of the list, then I get a different sense of what's required. And once I get the sense, I can let go of the list. So it's like, don't be afraid to be super OCD and list yourself to death. But do not, whatever you do, make yourself a slave to your own system. If you make yourself a slave, you've made that thing a structure and it can't change. If it's a system, it can change. And so I went really super OCD, got really detailed so that I had a better sense of what we were handling and then realized I needed to make some different choices in handling all of that and then abandon the system in favor of a better choice. Better worked better. A choice that worked better. Okay. Oh, and that was tip number three is don't be a slave to any choice. <laughs> so I cannot tell you how many times as we're and still and still as we're going through this process that we've made a choice and we're moving forward with it. And we realize that something needs to shift. Um, and it's just kind of constant right now. It's like, OK, well, we had said we were going to do this, but now we need to shift that because that's just not working. So it's like let every choice in the institution of this bigger thing 
be malleable. Like cho choose, move forward, and then get that it can change all the time. You have a new choice in every 10 seconds. And that, that right there, that ability with both of us to shift on a dime um, is probably one of our greatest strengths as a team. So fast or backtrack to wit. So the day, our original plan to coming down to Panama was that we were gonna drive the car down into the States, leave the Canadian car in the United States, figure out a way to import the Canadian car into Panama, but leave it in the States for a while. Um, you know, empty out my storage unit in Atlanta because I still had one and meet up with some people in Florida. Like we had this whole plan. Okay, well, we chose it. We packed the car, we got everything ready. Like the whole plan was going according to plan. And we got to the US border and, and it was weird because we had tried to call and look up online to find out if the border was closed, but honestly, there was no clear information. So in the no clear place to call or anything. And, and maybe we could have tried a little harder, but it was interesting what occurred because we drove and ended up getting turned back at the US border. They actually drove us back around to, to the Canadian border and were like, I'm so sorry, this border's closed because of COVID. Now, it was pretty stressful. Like the US doesn't make that kind of thing not stressful. Like they don't try to make you feel good about it. So, you know, we, I'm sitting there and you know, all the pressure, you can just perceive all the energies and all the judgments and all the pressure and all the suspicion. And, and I'm just being like, how does it get any better than this? And what else is possible? So the lady that ended up processing us was quite kind and gave us a little bit of information and basically told us we, that we could fly down, but we couldn't drive down. So anyway, so we're driving back up into Canada and we have choices. I could actually drive down as a U.S. citizen, but he couldn't. So it's like, OK, well, we've got that choice and we've got the choice to fly to the U.S. and handle everything we wanted to handle there. Or if everything's malleable, if all our choices can be up in the air, what else can we choose that's actually easier than that? What if we flew directly to Panama now? And that was the lightest choice. Now, if you always look at all your choices, no matter how much you think you can't or, or how many people you're gonna let down or what you have to change. Or, I mean, I probably spent a couple hundred bucks on graphics for this stuff we were doing in Florida. You know, I'd been communicating, my, I had people connecting for me. I had people expecting us. There was, you know, investment there um, from a lot of people. Um, if I had used any of that to not allow it to change, we wouldn't have had all the choices that we actually had. But what I do in moments like this that I think gives me the most freedom in every moment, every kind of moment like this, is I allow all choice to be on the table. I'm like, everything's malleable. What can we choose? And then I start to look at what's, where's the, what's, what's the choice that has the most movement, the most ease. So when we looked at all that, the choice to fly directly to Panama early had the most movement and ease. And it's crazy, you guys. Literally, we had about 10 different things to handle to orchestrate that choice. And they got handled in about 30 minutes. Called this. We only had to pay 90 extra dollars for the flight that was originally leaving from Miami, now leaving from Toronto. Um, we booked a hotel with no problem right in the airport. We found an outlet mall on the way because we needed some stuff. It was like every single thing that we had originally planned to go this other way changed and within minutes it was handled. And we had a stunning dinner that night. We had a stunning night in a hotel. We had people support us with all our luggage. We 
we didn't end up having to pay for extra luggage like we thought. We got a beautiful new suitcase because we needed it anyway. I mean, literally every single thing. And that's one of the things that Gary has, Gary Douglas, Access Consciousness founder, has always talked about. He's like, you know, the universe is a configurator of possibilities. The universe will orchestrate the most elegant way of things to come about if you'll allow the universe to contribute. And when you look at light and heavy, or you look at what will my life be like in five years if I choose this, that's what you're doing, is you're actually allowing the universe to contribute to you the how this is going to work out. And all you know is that it will. And the universe then handles this orchestration of possibilities. So we both looked at the choice to drive to the U.S. border and got that maybe we could have been more aggressive in finding out information, but we both got that we needed whatever it was that occurred there in order to give ourselves the space to choose this other way. That doesn't make sense from a cognitive point of view, but whatever that was, we both required in order to be okay with whatever choices we were going to have next. And so maybe that's, you know, unsaid tip number whatever four is don't make yourself wrong for any of the choices you do make because you needed whatever awareness was coming from that choice. Choice just creates awareness. And choice also opens the door to other choices. And so literally, if we had not driven down and gotten turned away at the US borders, there was a series of choices we wouldn't have access to because we would have been presupposing things that got eliminated when we no longer could drive down, when literally, legally, it just wasn't allowed. So don't make yourself wrong for any of the choices you do make. Get that you needed that information and move on. Okay. Um, tip number five is include time and space to care for your body in the process as much as you are able. I was really shocked at, I don't know why I was shocked. I mean, apparently moving itself, nevertheless, international moving. Moving is like, number two on the list of the most stressful life events ever. Um, but, you know, I never pay attention to that. So I was shocked at how much care my body really needed. And honestly, I didn't give it enough. So if you can take my experience and learn from it and create something different for yourself, then please do. But like, you know, what did I write here? Big changes are hard on your body because you're handling much more than you even know. And guys, you know, leaving Luna in Canada with her mom and her husband and her grandmother and all of that wasn't hard from the point of view of, you know, we knew that she was going to be cared for. And honestly, she's with them most of the time anyway, and was only with us once in a while. But it was hard from every other point of view. It was, you know, in just in that one choice. And that was just one of a hundred different choices that this was addressing with moving. Um, it was hard from, you know, you're, you're changing your paradigm about what it means to parent. You are letting go of old points of view. You are changing futures. You are, I mean, both of us looked at it and we were like, what will her life be like in five years if we choose this? Yes or no. And it was yes. And now the institution of that choice and the, the change that that choice is ravaging your world with is there. So include time and space to care for your body.
in the process because you're handling much more than you are aware of. Uh, include in your process the awareness of the futures you're changing. And I think I talked about that first um, and creating. If you ignore this awareness, you'll constantly feel grumpy and fried. And you know what? I don't get that we were super successful in not grumping at each other most of the time. <laughs> I think we, this was a big, big choice for us. And we grumped at each other quite a bit. So, you know, do the best you can with what you've got. But just get, I mean, if you have some of this information, it's going to contribute to you. And one of the questions you can ask yourself, especially when you're really grumpy, is am I allowing myself to be aware of as much as is actually occurring? When you start to acknowledge what's really occurring and what's what you're really choosing, what you're really creating, it gets easier. When you're not acknowledging it and you're just trying to power through, just assuming that you're just cranky and you're just tired and you're not actually looking at what is, then everything's harder. So include your awareness of the future. All right. Tip number seven, choose more space. Now, some of these are a little bit repeated, but I think they're bare repeating. It's like choose more space. You are in a big change. You will likely not be able to handle daily life in the way that you could before the change. And this has been true for me in divorces. I've been through two. Um, you know, this has been true for me in, in other breakups, which are essentially divorces. This has been true for me in moving across the United States. It was true for me when I moved up to Canada for the first time. It was true for me when I moved across Canada to BC. And now it's been true for me when I'm moving from Canada to Panama. Um, yeah, you can handle daily life in the way that you think you should. And when we first started this process of instituting this change, I had these grand ideas that I was going to be able to run my business in the exact same way and move my entire house at the same time. And I think I spoke about that. That was funny. <laughs> and so I was putting all this pressure on myself to have to do da-da, da-da, da-da. I didn't realize it until someone kind of gently pulled me aside and was like, hmm. Now I looked at it and I was like, okay, I can either spend this next three months in this big change, like completely bitchy, totally grumpy, under so much pressure, or I can look at what I'm choosing to pressure myself with and look at what of this I can let go so that I can have the space to handle what it is I need to handle right now. So as much as you can choose more space, not less, the more you can do things from relaxation, the better and easier everything is going to be, but you'll have to stay really present with yourself, especially if you're one of those kind of people that like do, 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 and you've actually spent most of your life in a lot of pressure like this girl, you may not even realize how much pressure you're putting yourself under until you do. So when you do, look at everything and look at what you can drop in order to have the space to handle what it is you need to take care of. All right. So number eight, if you have a partner in this big change, you got to get that they're going through their thing with this and you're going through your thing with this and never the twain shall meet unless they do. <laughs> I, I don't know at what point I thought that he and I were having similar things. And then I finally looked at it and I'm like, Oh no, no, no. He's dealing with a whole other set of things than I am. You know, of course, like with his daughter, like that was a huge thing for him that he really didn't talk about that much. Um, and then, you know, we're moving in this move closer to his uh, family. We are together 
running these 30 by 30 access consciousness clearings. And so his awareness is increasing all the time. And so he's got all this stuff going on that honestly didn't occur to me how he had going on until we sat down and talked about it. And that's when I realized, wow, I hadn't taken into consideration, and this is going to sound funny, that we're two individuals having a joint experience, right? So it's like, get that your partner is going through stuff that you're not going through and you guys are going through it all together. So it's like the more allowance you can add, add more allowance, not less. Now, again, this kind of ties into the previous points where it's like you need to take care of your body and make sure you're getting your bars run because whatever it takes for you to have and be more allowance for you and more allowance for them, the easier this will be. Oh, you're going to love tip number nine. It says, do not be afraid to drink through it. <laughs> this is an intense time. Use float tanks, use alcohol if you want, use walks, use sex, use massage, use incredible food and cocktails, single malts, everything you can choose to nurture you, have it. So a little bit of repeat again, like I said, but I clearly just didn't choose a lot of that. So you can. Um, this is big. Key number 10 is like, don't try to force yourself to be the same before the same you that you were before you made this choice. wonder why I wrote this down. This choice is changing you and you have much more to care for than you realize. Um, I see a lot of people do this. It's like, actually, I think we all do this, especially like in this world of consciousness, there's so many different ways that change shows up when you're creating your life and you're taking a lot of access consciousness classes, or, you know, you're super engaged in the creation of more consciousness you're different all the time. And especially when you make a bigger choice, you're really different. You're not the you that you were before you made that choice. You're now a new you. Um, so like a tool to handle that is like destroying and uncreating all your projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections of yourself, of your partner, of your relationship, of the move or whatever it is. Um, and do the clearing statement, right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, online, shorts, boys and beyonds. Don't, don't try to be the same you. Wake up in the morning and go, okay, cool, cool. Who am I today and what needs my attention? Who am I today and what needs my attention? And that's, it's interesting when you make a big choice like this because you kind of force yourself to live there or you're miserable. So, you know, easier to go, who am I today and what do I need to be aware of? What do I need to handle? Um, tip number 11 is schedule the important dates and the not forgettable things. So we really did both have to come up with a system to, you know, to support not letting very, very important things slip out of our world because we were handling so many things. So, you know, take the things that you know you absolutely cannot forget 100% and put them in a calendar. Again, the dates can change, but at least if it's somewhere where, you know, we had wall calendars, I think we rewrote it six or seven or eight times. Um, I had a calendar in ClickUp. I had my Google calendar. And all of that was just for pinging. It was like we'd look at that and go, okay, cool. Do we need to be aware of anything? Does anything need to move? And by doing that, we got we handled everything. So use a calendar system to ping things and not let the really important stuff slip through. Oof, and schedule backwards. So start with the things that you know 
and work backwards for what needs to be handled. So this is, I mean, this right here could be a business conversation because this is also how I handle big launches or sales. I start with when I want it to open, where I want it to end, and then I schedule backwards. So that's a really effective way of handling it. Enlist as much support as you can. Are you noticing a theme here? <laughs> like be nice to yourself, like add to your life. Um, one of the things that got added to our life in the last three months while we were, you know, liquidating our house and, and handling all of that is a couple who had just moved to Canada from Colombia that Andres met through Facebook. And they ended up working for us and with us, um, cleaning the house and keeping the lawn mowed while we went through this transition in return for some of our things. And I cannot tell you the ease that that created. And then, you know, in the flight and the whole two day thing to get here, man, I enlisted the help of porters and concierges. And what else did I write down here? Oh, yeah, we got business class flights, nice hotels. Because did I mention you're handling a lot of things? Like, what can you choose to make your life easier? And, and really, that goes hand in hand with my final tip of the day, which is don't make money an issue. I, I see a lot, big life changes can be done at any time in your life. I've done them on a shoestring most of the time. This particular one, I did not do that. I did not choose that. And that was much easier. So it's also like, if money wasn't an issue, what would you choose at every single step? If you make money an issue, then, you know, of course you limit what you can choose. And it's interesting because we're a part of an expat group or two on Facebook. And there are a lot of people who do make money an issue. And so they struggle more. I did not do that. I'm like, if money was no issue, what would we choose? And we've had so much more ease from that question. So there's my 22,000 point list to making big life choices with ease. I didn't even get a chance to look at the comments. So if you guys did comment and I will go back and write to you. <laughs> but um, if you got anything out of this or you know have a friend who's going through a big life change, share this with them because uh, maybe this will contribute. You are the creator of the future that you are going to have. You're living in the future you created back whenever and you will be living in the future you choose now. So what choices do you have today to move your life forward in dynamic ways? And everything that doesn't allow it to show up, times a godzillion, destroy it and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, punk, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. You can check out theclearingstatement.com for more information on that. And if you guys loved this, give this a share. And I can't wait to continue this journey with you from Panama. Next week, we'll be in a new Airbnb. How does it get any better than this? See you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm.